Hello beautiful people, it's been a while, I know, welcome back to the Life of Cadbury podcast with me Serena Hussein. As you may be aware I am working on some new content and I'm developing it and taking some time um, on it so it'll be out very soon but meanwhile I wanted to talk to you about feeling vulnerable and anxious. We're at um, that time of year there's a lot of buzz a lot of excitement and we may not be feeling that buzz and excitement. In fact, we might be feeling outside of it. Um, let me know if, if, if this is how you feel. I'm just checking my mic to make sure the sound is okay. Just take a breath. You might be aware if you've been keeping um, an eye on my Instagram, but if not, um, that's fine, I'll tell you here. Um, I've resumed my daily hourly yoga practice. No, it's not um, some crazy hot yoga. It's a very centering, grounding hour of yoga. And I'm just so grateful that I spent the decades learning, studying, teaching so that I'm able to do that. Um, so I would really recommend uh, picking up a textbook, not necessarily a video. Um, but, you know, if I did have to make a video recommendation, it would be um, Esther, uh, Esther Eckhart, Eckhart Yoga. Check it out on YouTube. Okay, so let's talk about feeling vulnerable and anxious. It's interesting because there's been incredible speakers and content about vulnerability. As we know, Brene Brown, Dr. Brene, Brene Brown is one of those voices. Um, and, and using my own experience lately, recently, I wanted to talk about the importance of being vulnerable and if not, if not allowed, then how it can actually cause anxiety. I would go as far as to say that it's not a case uh, of being vulnerable with others. In fact, what comes first is being vulnerable with yourself. It seems that anxiety is almost a result of a cover-up. Something's covered up. Something's not being allowed to see the light of day. Or is just smothered, suppressed even. It might be that Acknowledging one's sense of incompleteness or dissatisfaction, discontent, not feeling quite with it, happy, the buzz, the excitement, not feeling quite satisfied can make one feel vulnerable or just not okay and it's interesting how if you're if you're not going to acknowledge how you're really feeling and what's really going on for you how that can make you more vulnerable so my experience this year was that I was just doing that stiff upper lip thing. 
soldiering on and just functioning, highly functioning. I knew I didn't feel great, but I felt that momentum and action was really important. I felt vulnerable, but I tried to push through it and ended up just experiencing moments where I was crumbling and that that was the anxiety and the panic attacks incredibly powerful ones so actually not feeling okay and just continuing on highly functioning made me more vulnerable and most definitely bought on I would say bought the other stuff the yucky stuff on such as the panic and the anxiety but there was something else um which is really why I wanted to jump on the mic and um, speak to you was that there's absolutely no way that I could have been vulnerable with others and asked for help and shared how I was really feeling because I just wasn't acknowledging it myself. So we talk about being vulnerable with others. Are we being vulnerable with ourselves? Are we acknowledging what's really up? And really knowing the state of ourselves so that we can communicate that as articulate as articulately as we can as eloquently as we can because I struggle to find the words to de- to describe or explain how I'm feeling because I haven't really done that for myself I think I am <laughs> in terms of self-care I've got it down to a T, you know. Right, it's time for my 15 minutes of wind down bedtime yoga. Right, it's time for my 10 minutes of just, you know, relaxing with my cup of coffee. And then I'm back back in the flow and the momentum that I adore and loved. So, well, I, I still love it, but it's what was taking over. So I was kind of scheduling in the time to feel okay like I was ticking boxes off and lately I've had to I've had to learn how to relax in my damn sweats I mean come on to the point that I actually went out and bought sweats like really nice ones and I've just been living in hoodies because I've not been okay and and I'm so much better off for that because I just acknowledged it and actually I didn't have a choice the anxiety was so crippling um and what really I think for me what really kind of was a breaking point or the kind of I would say what what the reason why I had to confront is because I just wasn't able to even care for my well it was getting close to that point where I wouldn't be able to care for my child um and that would be really messed up I was gonna say fucked up but yeah so it was because of that, I don't want to say duty, but because of 
the seriousness of not being able to care for my child, I thought, hang on a second, Serena, you've just got to stop and slow down and stop trying to do everything for everyone and acknowledge how you're really feeling because the fact that you're not, the fact that you're not being vulnerable with yourself is actually causing all this anxiety and panic and it's just awful. It's like this voice that you're silencing all the time with momentum, with action, with movement, with function, with routine, with schedules, with all of it. Just silencing the voice is just so damaging because it is your voice. It's not like there could be an alternate one. There's only one voice. There's no alternative. Yes, you can try to coach yourself, pick a better frequency thought idea, but your voice is your voice. You know if you're not okay. And vulnerability is being honest with yourself and then being able to to do that with others to say exactly how you're doing and how you're feeling and if you need help because when you don't do that then I feel that and my sense is that you know then you are entering that territory where you could you know develop an anxiety or have those awful panic attacks which you know we don't love interestingly I was talking um I was talking to Cub having a conversation with her she's eight now uh, she's asking what vulnerability means and we were discussing child safety on the way to school once but we're also talking about people who are most vulnerable not just kids but grown-ups too I said when I'm not feeling well and if I don't have anyone to help me I feel vulnerable that means I don't feel safe or cared for it's a feeling and if you feel vulnerable then it means you might not feel strong it might mean that you're in a vulnerable state where you're not in a safe place or safe state which means that you need people to protect you to keep you safe so the school protects my child they have security and safeguarding in place because children are vulnerable they're not entirely knowledgeable or street smart or mature to handle our grown-up world so we discussed this at length we talked about homelessness and how that causes vulnerability people aren't safe and cozy in their homes they don't have a sanctuary like us so I talked about this physical state of vulnerability but coming back to the feeling state well you know you could have all those comforts but within you don't have that sanctuary and I, and I think that's something that we're really good to be honest with ourselves about um but there's a, there's another layer to this it's I think it's probably the reason why I wasn't so willing to do that for myself where I wasn't owning up to how I was feeling because I thought what's the point nothing's going to change but actually everything changes everything changes because continuing to it's not acceptance it's actually avoidance so 
So it's not accepting and just getting on and soldiering on, which is what a lot of people might want you to do and what you're encouraged to do or what you might be encouraging yourself to do. That might be the right thing. I mean, as far as I was concerned, you know, I'm still looking after my child alone. I still have to work. I still have to do all of these things alone. That's not going to change. So what's the point? I know my circumstances, I know they're tough, so I will continue to just tick every box and get everything done. But the problem is, it's putting you in a state of mind where you're just not giving yourself any pause. So by just continuing to just get things done because this is just the way it is, actually puts you and put me in a state of real imbalance like almost just smothering how I'm feeling because well what's nothing can be done about it so it's actually hopelessness if you think about it it's not acceptance it's not just avoidance it's almost a hopelessness where you don't think your circumstances can better themselves or change. You don't think that there will be support, that things could be easier. Because you're not you're not hoping for them. Because you don't think there that there is any hope. So you just continue on trying to manage and function and do everything that you possibly can until you can't. Well, just admitting not just aware not just having awareness but then having real realization and then action to help yourself and ask for help so that you can continue on I think that was the missing ingredient for me and I think that could be the missing ingredient for a lot of people it's true circumstances might not change the conditions may be the same but there's no reason why the conditions couldn't be softened a bit why there couldn't be a little bit of cushioning I think that's what's really important to realize is that it's true I don't suddenly have a village around me to help me raise my child and I don't suddenly have less worries but I've given myself and I've asked for space to soften this time and this process just to kind of cushion things to make things more comfortable why are we not um, geared towards wanting to make ourselves more comfortable when we are going through challenging times. Um, something interesting that came to me when I was on my yoga mat and doing my practice is that I was doing a challenging posture um, but it was within a very comfortable, easy, I would say nurturing kind of practice, like a flow if that doesn't make sense to you, I'll explain what, you know, a yoga practice would involve doing a series of postures and your breath and your movement 
is in alignment and there's appropriate points for rest unless you're doing something that's quite quite dynamic and um that pushes you a lot and I didn't want to do that and I don't want to do that but but there was a moment where I was doing something a bit challenging and it was pushing me and I paused and I thought well actually I'm going to make this really comfortable for myself like why am I going to push myself into this this is challenging me but let me make it more comfortable for myself so I hung back a little bit I eased into it I kind of came back a little bit came off the the let's just say intensity and made it more comfortable for myself I did a bit more breath work around it and I allowed myself to recover so actually I still had to or was willing to or was going to do the challenging thing but I'm just making it more comfortable for myself and I think that admitting that conditions are tough is fine and having awareness is fine and continuing doing everything that's required of you is fine but just make it more comfortable for yourself and just have that mindset and approach rather than well nothing's going to change so I've just got to carry on carrying on your comfort and your sense of safety even um doesn't even factor in then it's almost like you're just a prop in these circumstances rather than an actual living voice uh, a really relevant one you are the voice you are the person you're not just this sort of cog in a machine and it can feel that way I think when you're avoid not avoiding willingly I hate using that word avoiding because it's not like you're consciously just wanting to ignore yourself it's just that you're just trying to get on with things because that's what you're supposed to do um instead of stopping and actually being like hang on one second I need to acknowledge how I'm really feeling and maybe that's not a skill that a lot of us are taught and we have to develop it later in life and it's definitely something that I'm having to develop at this sort of stage in my life and it's why I've written something um, which will be ready. I think it's ready. I think I'm just kind of hanging back a little bit because I'm just wanting to refine it a little bit more. But yeah, it's, um, one, it's probably why I've decided to refine and develop more in terms of uh, my ideas and my writing and commentary and, and sort of put it into an episode in, in a format that's new. And I hope that you'll appreciate it. Um, there'll always be this as well uh completely unscripted and I hope you followed it um and uh just wanted to say if you are feeling vulnerable if you don't know what that means and you're feeling anxious or you're feeling stressed out then just know that there's something that could be being avoided in the sense that whilst there are conditions that cause anxiety and panic I'm I'm looking at this from kind of a psychological slash mental health slash kind of self-care perspective and it might be worthwhile to have a think about what's going on under the surface 
And it might not be that you have to completely stop in order to recover. I've had to do that. It's been necessary. I haven't completely stopped because I've still got a child to care for. I've still got to do the cooking and the cleaning and the admin and the homework and prepping her. And and when you have a child with complex needs, then you know that you're never really able to switch off. That's probably been the thing that I didn't really give enough credence to. I wasn't giving it enough weight. Just how for long periods of time without respite, even if my child's at school, I'm not able to switch off because my days and my nights are all geared around her and her needs and what could happen and the unpredictabilities and being on alert like that, even though I might look a certain way or smile, be smiling or be able to manage a really kind of fun conversation or might be delivering on certain things, I'm my state, my kind of nervous state is not in a great place. And so... It might take some time to get your nervous system into a more healthier place where maybe too used to being on a slightly, you know, on edge state. And that's like really messed up to just be functioning on that on edge state. I used to say that a lot. I feel as if I'm always on edge and something's anything could just basically break me and that's messed up and it was like that for most of this year it just wasn't great so um I re- I had to really own up um not just own up but had to see- understand that actually it was a slowly re- slow realization I didn't actually I-, I thought that I was feeling a lot of stress and that's why I had got to this really awful angst anxious space and to the point that it's debilitating and crippling and I'm passing out and it's just I'm getting really sick I didn't realize that it wasn't just a bad year it just wasn't the stress it just wasn't being on high alert it's been there's stuff there and we need to do a little bit of uh house cleaning um a little bit more healing a little bit more recovery and and it's not just about fixing things until things are just better. It's actually well, how how um, how vulnerable have I been with myself? Let's just say for the past five years, not not really. Um, I would say for the past decade, I haven't been very kind to myself. I've just been soldiering on. Uh, so I'm not I'm I'm not, I'm not surprised that um, it can get to a point like a breaking point. It's really incredibly um, important to not just take yourself for granted. Maybe it's easy for parents. Maybe it's just easy um, because of how you've been raised. Um, it could be all. There could be all sorts of reasons why you take yourself for granted. I love those people who don't. They're like, hell no, I look after myself. I really care for myself. I'm not going to let myself get tired or drained. And I'm starting to become that way. I've become even more discerning than I was before. But what I wasn't being discerning about was my output. I was doing way too much because I do do way too much. I do quite a lot. I'm very self-sufficient. I do quite a lot with very little help. Um, But I have to acknowledge that. You have to acknowledge how much you, how capable you are. And it's hard if you don't have 
anyone around you to notice so actually you don't realize how much you are doing and you might actually just be really um it might not resonate at all if someone says that you're performing really great um I don't believe it because I I I tend to have this voice is unfortunately saying I'm not in not doing enough and actually that could translate to not being enough but yeah it's um it's not just me I'm, I'm sure it's not just me and so you just push and push and push and push and push and push and push until we get here but I'm grateful for being here and I'm grateful for having this uh, having my platform that I started in 2016 and um, so grateful for how it's evolved and how much more confident I am with my voice and I know I've got a fair way to go still but um, I'm really grateful for for people to stick around and listen and give me their feedback and to connect with a community uh, whether it's one or a hundred um I'm just incredibly yeah just in a space where it's interesting how when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and the anxiety starts to at some point starts to you know I feel as if it kind of starts to dissolve a little bit it's all there it still happens it's still unpredictable but yeah it start you start to feel this sort of space where gratitude actually finds its way in and you start to feel more grateful and um uh, dare I say it hashtag blessed you actually start to feel it so I am really blessed <laughs> sorry I totally lost you now um thank you so much for tuning in again to this purely audio purely audio podcast episode with me Serena Hussein on the Life Academy podcast I will be back very soon with some new work if uh, I'm inspired to share something again as I was now then I most definitely will but do look out for that new piece I'm working on it's called Seen it's a working title and it's um the, the, the theme the theme is mental health um anxiety and depression so I really would love to hear how it lands with you all you know how to connect with me be well stay well and uh just you know let me know how you're doing actually because I like it when that happens I like it when you do that and uh yeah it would be great to hear how others figure out how to be vulnerable And if it comes easier to them, now I'm really curious about how others have managed to do it. I'm smiling because there are people who are like, oh shush, just get on with things. And it's, it's interesting. I was one of those a little bit, sort of, kind of ish. Um, But I know what that mindset is. That mindset does not want to acknowledge what's really up so um, let me know how you acknowledge what's really up with you and uh, you'll be hearing from me soon thanks guys